Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody, welcome to the Biology Report. Damien Fleming here. This episode four is titled Come On, Feel the JLT Series. It's a very, very quiet riot. Man, Hodge, you're going to go through India beating Australia in the one-day series, 3-0 up. Colac's favourite son, well, besides Hawthorne football legend, Lurky Hodge, Aaron Finch is back. What a brilliant 100 that was from Finchy. Our middle order woes in one-day cricket. Also, the England Ashes squad has been leaked overnight. We're going to have a talk through that. Also, Ben Stokes has allegedly gone all Conor McGregor overnight and been arrested. <laughs> Uh, our poll question, the Bowlology Report, with the arrest of English cricketer Ben Stokes, how long did it take the first English convict to Australia gag to happen? Was it a T20 over, about two minutes, one day over, three and a half minutes, test uh, over, four and a half minutes? Also, we've got the segment that makes all cricketers and celebrities around the world a little bit nervous. It's Hodgie's Social Media Self-Promoter Award, and also... Big day today. There's just an air of anticipation. It's the start of Australia's domestic 50-over competition, the JLT Series, starting up there in Brisbane. Uh, Cricket Australia 11, uh, they are at home at the AB Field to the Redbacks. But joining me, as always, the 2009 Ford Ranger Cup Player of the Year. He backed mm. up the next year, 2010, change of sponsorship, the Ryobi Cup Player of the Year, Bradley Hodge. Yes, Flem. Yes, sorry. Good memories, those, actually. Hey, what did you get? Did you get a car and a lawnmower? I was actually spewing. (laughs) I actually didn't get anything. Um, I won it when... Shane uh, Shane Harwood won it the year before, actually. And Stickers actually got a Ford Ranger. And uh, I, unfortunately... um, They they canned the car. (laughs) So I was pretty dirty. I got an envelope full of fake cash. And uh, the next year, I was so dirty that I, I thought it's a great ambition to try and win this player tournament. Because you're an outdoors man, yep, don't you? You yep. like uh, doing a bit of landscaping. So anyway, I won the Ryobi Player of the Year, and I won three best on grounds. And I just got the 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 envelope again handed to me, and I said to the I said to the cricket trust, "Listen, I'm I'm not a bad player. I'm getting sick of the envelopes, if you don't mind." Your sponsorship is with Hirobi. What I want is a lawnmower yes. or a hedge clipper or like some form of... Leaf blower? Anything that would be useful for me in the back garden. Anyway, they actually caved. And we actually start. They started the handout, which called the Hirobi Pack, and it had in it a, a circular saw, a drill. So all the players were wrapped. that actually got something which was useful. Then oh, it, so you've helped all players, not correct, just yourself. Exactly. Okay. So I was the one that actually missed out. Um, but the flow on effect every other player's, you know, positive one. So I think after that it was a matter of barbecues. Yes. I think Cameron White won about fifteen barbecues. One hundred and eighty two he won. Um and well, you two years in a row, So on. I'm interested to see what uh, JLT brings Well they've financial they get some free insurance so, or Yeah. Maybe some accounting advice. Don't know. I wonder if we can have a chat to him about our podcast. Yeah. Um, I remember I was commentating for Fox Sports and um, can't remember which player had a really good innings. And I said, they're a chance to be the Ford Ranger 
man, the match. And I just got the tap on the shoulder from my producer, Adam right. Cox, and he said, no, nah, they've pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong comp. That's what I think. Ryobi come, Wrong come comp. in there. That's great. Hodgie, our guide to cricket this week. Australia's white ball woes continue. I think it's 13 losses in a row. Um, India are a dominant at home. Uh, middle order collapses are, are killing us. I mean, uh, it was great to see Finchie back. Um, India won by five wickets with 13 balls to spare, which is pretty easy, really. Finchie's 100 was fantastic. Smithy, another 60. Um but then India's chase, Rahane and Rohit Sharma, bloody, hasn't he turned into a six-hitting machine? What a player. I think uh, I read some stats on him actually during the uh, after this innings, and I think that he in 28 innings he'd only scored three sixes in those 28 innings when he first started. Now it's almost like he's hitting three sixes in innings. Since it's, 2013, I think I read the same article. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He hits more sickets, sixes per ball face than anyone, which you wouldn't actually consider him, would you? No, not at all. I'll tell you where he'd be good. He'd be good in the Hong Kong sixes. If, if that's, that's coming up. Yeah, absolutely. I think I might have got a but what a player. Commentating over there. What a player. I, you know, I think IPL has certainly lifted his cricketing ability to a new stratosphere. Anyone that scores 200 in a one-day fixture, if not 268, I think it was, is, is a ridiculous effort. Um, I like watching him play. He, he was a gun as a young kid, but another one that hasn't quite progressed in red ball cricket. In some ways, opening up in one-day cricket, I, I think it just that the he knows he can bat through, he knows he's got the power now. Yep. But in red ball cricket, there's there's so much, so many variables, isn't there? Well, it's the true test of your technique, isn't it? I mean, uh, when he's come in, he's probably batted down the order at five, six, and possibly even seven sometimes in that Indian batting lineup. And I guess you're coming in at different situations where you know the team's either going well or you're under pressure. Uh, might be spinning, you know, the, the conditions might be different. It might be a ring field, so scoring might be hard. He just hasn't quite adapted to that. But, but that's where you're right, Hodgie, the, guy, the, the, the legends who score in red ball cricket, white ball cricket in different positions, that, that's why it's a, it's a true test. Yeah, if you can be flexible, I mean, if, if, if Rohit could nail down a number five or six for India. We'd take him uh, at six. Having said that, though, the, the talent that they have got with Pandya and that coming in at six and seven now. Well, you know he scored another 78. We're talking about him every week. He's a gun. He's uh, Has his rise gone around the same time that we started this biology report? Probably. Yeah, we've promoted him and he's lifted. I wonder if he listened once and thought that, yes, I need to get on this podcast every week. And to his credit, he's been able to do it. Um, but the Aussies, they're in a world of pain, unfortunately. It's... But let's talk about, before you get into that, what about Finchie first? Oh, what a... Just when I saw him walk out there, I just felt, I felt at ease. I went, the, the big man's back. Yeah. I, I know someone tweeted after I said, what a great hundred by Finchie. Great to see you back. Uh, why can't he do it more? I just don't think he's, he's never going to be as consistent as a Warner or a Smith, but he is a genuine match winner. Yep. And surely you can afford to have someone like that at the top of the order who scores hundreds. Yep. So if he does that twice a series, boom, you're going to win the series. Yeah, well, for those listeners that do question it, Finchie's actually got a better conversion rate to hundreds than David Warner. So for him, that's a huge tick. Uh, it showed that as soon as he walked out to the crease with, with Warner, there was a... You know, there was a level of intent and some nervousness around, you know, the opposition. I know that Finchie doesn't like facing Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, 
It's a I'll little. Tell you, I tell you who like, dislikes facing Meg Moore. Hilton Cartwright. Oh, Did he? you see that second one? He got one off fifteen. Yep. I think he played and missed it. Fourteen. Yep. Well, let's 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 give credit ways. where credit's due. Kumar is a gun bowler, him. and we don't see that level of skill too often anymore. Um, you're a swing bowler yourself, and it's great to see someone with some skill running at genuine good. Good clicking pace up around the I high one thirty. I think he's increased his pace, which is good. Looks to see. that way. Yeah, it does look that way. And to be able to move the ball both ways is, it's causing a few problems for some. Well, really, it's him and James Anderson. So yeah, big Kumar, big fan. Middle order collapses. Hodgey first game lost eight for one hundred nine. Second six for sixty three. In that last game, we're one for two hundred twenty four in the thirty eighth over. Burn. We're looking for three hundred and fifty. Uh uh. Scored another 70 runs. Yeah, well, uh, I've studied this, and I think that that the management of India has been really good, the way that uh, they've thrown the spinners to our tail a little bit more, which has caught us off guard. Tail want the ball coming on. Yes, we're not used to it. And, uh, you know, our late to middle order hasn't been able to deal with Chahal um, and the other wrist spinner. you know, coming on in the 41st over and having to go at six or seven and over. It's, it's been a struggle and it's been a nice little hole in our batting, which they've been able to exploit for what their benefit. What about their tactics? I've liked it again. Someone like Glenn Maxwell, who we know scores so quick, he's got plenty of experience in India. In that last game, comes in, what do they do? They bring Broomer back on straight away. Yep. Short balls. Okay, yep. short balls, getting him on the back foot. When the, the leggy comes on, Chahal, he bowls wide, slow leg breaks. So Maxi has to come down the wicket. Well, he likes to come down the wicket, but the ball's not there. He's got to reach for the ball, and in the end, he got stumped. Yeah, so you've got to give him a tick for their tactics as well. But what are Australia doing it to combat it? No, we're not. It's potluck. And uh, look, I, I was on the social media looking for people to criticise Maxwell after that innings. Um but I want to back him up and say, listen, this is a guy that's gone out with a, a carefree attitude because he gets promoted from... The, I was spewing that he was listed at number seven to start the game with anyway. No, thank you. And then this guy is a... is a He's for the team. Let, let everyone know that. Everything he does is for the team. He never questions it. If if the skipper says, Glenn, pat up, you're going out there to slog him in the 30, 40th over, it didn't work for him, but his intentions were there. And then people criticise him when he gets out. I'm not criticising Maxi as much as no. well done to the Indian game plan. But yep. my worry is Michael Bevan come out on social media and said put his hand up to, mm. to help out. And I know our mate Peter Siddle got yes. stuck into him a little bit. But what Sidsy didn't know is not, I know Bevo quite well. And, and he was, you know, just a master of one-day batting, particularly in the middle order. So much so when you change the way the game's played... And, and, you know, Mr. Cricket, Mike Hussey comes out later, Morgan from... They get uh, described as, as Bevan-like. Yep. That means you change the game. So when we talk about Finchie and, and Maxi, they are match winners. I don't think they'll be ultra-consistent. What we need, though, we actually need a Michael Bevan type. Now, I wouldn't mind him helping out, whether we need specialist coaches for each specialist um you know, yeah. form of cricket, you know, test like that way. But, you know, we've got Darren Lehman as the head coach. I mean, he was a, a brilliant 
one-day batsman. Yep. So surely he could give a lot there. But I, I reckon when, when Bebo sent that tweet, I, I think he has got something to offer. You know, um, with the way that he went about the game, it'll be how he how he sells it with yep. his personality. But also, it was more like, gee, we miss a Michael Bevan type. Well, I'll tell you what, he's gonna he he's gonna be a nomination later on in this show for sure, Michael yes, Bevan. Man. There's no doubt about that. Um, look, we love what Bevo did previously in um, in his batting skills. If we think of what Michael Bevan could have been in that situation, then I'll go back to our tactics. Why do we change the order? Why do we not bring Hanscom out to the middle of the bat? He's going to go run a ball, keep the thing ticking over, keep the scoreboard moving. And then we have a launch pad for the likes of Maxwell and Stoinis later on. I think we threw our our chickens to the wolves a bit too early and we could have just bought our time for another three or four overs and Hanson could have gone in there and got another 18 off 20, got the scoreboard ticking over, keep moving it forward. And that's exactly what Michael Bevan would have done. But also I think he's the one batsman more like a Bevan. Mm. You know, he's yeah. going to accumulate, he can find... The, the boundaries later on. He, he does innovate. But I think with Pete, he's been given the gloves yep. before he's an established one-day player. Then he comes in late. You know, I don't think they're helping him. No, we'll give him an opportunity. You know, if he's lifted at four, then let him do that. Generally, your best players are three and four, pretty much, because either mostly the thinkers in the side and they know what to do and they're, they're all about setting the game up for the rest. Uh they didn't allow him to do that, you know. They, they brought Max no. in, and then it's just to me, it looked like let's just leave Glenn to do his job, and whatever the job that is. If they want him to bat at five for the rest of his career, then nut that down and get that done right. If they want him to bat at seven, then become the best finisher in the comp. Yes. Um, if someone at number four hasn't got the ability to read the play and lift their tempo in their game when it's needed, then they shouldn't be picked in the side. Our first three are amazing. You know, I think Finch, yeah, Warner and Smith are great. We just need some diligence. So, well, the other thing as well, when Michael Bevan came to the crease, um, he probably would have had 20 or 30 overs you know, to get himself in. And he was the best. He was an outstanding runner between the wickets. Um, he manipulated the ball into certain areas, but I'm also not sure. Also, he targeted bowlers yeah. as well. Like I, I think... Even if he had the opportunity to work for, for a, a series, mm. you know, if it doesn't work for every batsman, that's fine. But if it works with one or two, and, and even if a couple of comments like, um, you know, working out your scoring zones. I remember Michael Bevan, we're playing league cricket in England, and I never thought about it before. Um, he just said it that, you know, at the end, what he does, he just aims at mid-wicket and, and cover. Yeah. He hits straight at them, but with a bit of elevation, knowing that there'll be no one fielding right behind cover no or mid-wicket. And, and I went, you know what, I've never thought about that before. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> a good, that's the great thing about these guys. Um, but they probably need to do – I don't think you can just throw yourself out there and say you're going to be a superstar coach for the Aussies. I think I like the back sids up here, and you probably need to get in the system a little bit better. And but Just back – sorry, I didn't uh, qualify. Yeah, Bevo has – actually gone for so many jobs yes and not got them and he's doing uh grade cricket now so but that but that's um backing bevo up as he's actually applied for a lot of jobs including cricket australia but the worry is for bevo why he isn't getting those jobs yeah well that's probably something he needs to look at and, yeah and why he's no, not he in the system i i mean uh you know i'm sure he was a gun at what he did in cricket but whether he can 
transfer that into to coaching and mentoring? Yeah, that's probably the question he needs to ask himself. I don't want to get into your territory here, but the no. self, self uh, yeah, well, I don't want him to take a job that I was there for me either. No, so. I'm sorry, <laughs> I did mention that. That is a role that that you um, were the modern master of as mm. well. Well, we so, can look. So there's there's opportunities for Hodge. You can look all the way through and but it's go. It's more about specialist for specialist positions. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, but we need to probably look at you know what's happening at the NCC level as well, and what level of coaching they're getting. Do they get the Michael Bevins in, who are great? I know Michael Hussey spent some time there. You know, I've spent some time there with the youngsters, but it probably just halts, and then. Uh, yeah, there is two batting coaches there. As you said, Darren Lehman is a was a gun player of spin and should be able to should be able to instruct these guys, but maybe he's instructing when they're just not taking it out on the field. Um Graham Hicks there as well. I think they're just under pressure. And India are outstanding cricket side at the moment. Oh. Outstanding. And I think we've got to and give confidence. We've got to give that some knowledge. Also. Well, just on that, Crick Info said, were asked a question, Pandya, is he India's third most important player now? He's pretty close. And I reckon he is. Yeah, probably th- Yeah, probably not even third. I reckon going forward over the next five to ten years, he's probably, so he's probably, probably number two, yeah. Um, he's done it again. He's fearless, isn't he, with his batting? And he, he got he, there was a talk about... Obviously, short pitch bowling can get him into trouble, but he's found a way of just scoring against it. Not not necessarily hitting boundaries, but at least getting off strike. Every cricketer gets tested with his short pitch when they come into the top frame, um, and he's dealt with it beautifully. He's got a good bat swing. He's got a good temperament. You know, he's got the tats. He's got a couple of earrings, which suggests to me that he's not a person that's short of confidence. That's $20 um, million dollars in the IPL. <laughs> that's $20 million cricketer. Well, you know, look, if the opportunity comes up, he'd be he's he'd be uh, probably in your top 10 players that you're looking to attract to your team for sure. Anyone that can bat and bowl and field the way he does, it opens up options. And, you know, at the moment, you know, at the moment, India can play an extra batter or they can yeah. bring in an extra spinner, an extra seamer. It just gives flexibility to your side. And it's something, I guess, that we've trialled with you know, Mitchell Marsh. It just hasn't quite nailed it for us in the Test Series, you know, post-Shane Watson. Yeah, Mitchell um, Marsh is fine in one-day cricket. Yep. I, I think they're missing a bit. I think he's been pretty consistent there. But Pandy, just with his bowling, I did tweet out, there is some technical difficulties he's getting into. And if he's going to play a fair yep. test cricket... I did that, see that. The danger zone, the Kenny Loggins, mm. uh, is in a bit of problem. He just needs to make sure that he runs in a bit straighter and gets his uh, two legs a little bit more aligned towards yep. off stump because he's angling towards leg slip. Then all of a sudden he's going to get back his top half to uh, off stump, and that back leg is getting into the danger zone. Hey, uh, what about Ashes news? Jonathan Agnew, um, one of our favourite commentators, leaked out the tweet, and this is the this is the squad that he um, tweeted out here. Hodgie right. Root, Cook, Stoneman, Milan, Balance is back in. Vince seven tests, averaging sixteen. Boom. Worried about that. No one Ali. Fantastic. Bearstow, a star. Then, I'm very excited about these three cricketers. Folks, Stokes and Wokes. <laughs> Folks, Stokes and Wokes. <laughs> How good's that? Good blokes. Yeah. Um, Folks is the wicketkeeper. Broad, Anderson, Ball, Overton, and the young leggy, Mason Crane, who played for New South Wales last year. So, not only 
um, you know, the old late David Hooks said uh, when you were given the, the baggy blue, yep. New South Wales cap, you're also given the baggy green. Well, yep. Hooksy will be pleased. That, He's um, got the three lines. Sp- New South Wales are now spreading internationally that once you get a New South Wales cap and you happen to be playing in England, yep. you'll be playing for England. Yeah, you get a three lines First cap. thoughts awesome. of that squad, mate? Um, first thoughts is that... Is- is Jonathan Agnew the, the crash critic of yep. Australian, you know, test teams and tweets? So Doesn't get it wrong. Nah. Very often. Well, I think it was, I won't say any names, but it was a big opening batsman. I think his name was Matthew Hayden that used to feed crash the, you know, <laughs> the inside stories. Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Um, it looks vulnerable to me. Um, it looks like there's a lot of question marks. Um, the top... Top Vince five. is averaging sixteen. That's 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 as many kicks as Bernie Vince gets for the Demons on a weekend. So that, that well, I think Bernie Vince bats better. He's he definitely a very promising cricketer before he chose football. Bernie Vince. Uh, they look like they got some. The top five's a concern, isn't it? Oh, like, it's a huge concern. You got Root and Cook, and then three good lucks. Now they might get lucky. Remember Stewart's father, Chris Broad, now yep. ICC referee, come out eighty six, eighty seven. Didn't know who he was. Punched out three hundreds. Yeah. You know, didn't have an illustrious career, but he helped win an Ashes out here. So it's uh, Stoneman, Milan, Milan, um, Balance, Vince. Can you see two of those having a dominant series? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. I, I would have backed in um, Alex Hales to come out in that touring party. Yeah, I, I like I, him in the middle order. Yeah, I, I don't know why he's not there or why they haven't thought of that because... He can be a pretty destructive player. He's, he's good at 2020s. He's got a great one-day record now. And I thought maybe because Milan's there that, you know, they might have thought that Milan's nailed down that, that position. Yeah. But I don't think that's actually the case. No. I think even number five is, is vulnerable. And I thought that Hales might be a, a good inclusion that can actually take it to the Australian attack. Well, the ball doesn't move as much over here. And no. I think he's vulnerable with his footwork, you know, moving ball, a little bit of extra bounce, but he'll hurt you. Yeah. If you bowl bad balls, he's a boundary hitter. Yeah, they, these guys, Stoneman, Balance, Bairstow, they're, they're gritty players. They, they don't take the game away no. from you if... if you know, you're in a, if you're in a good spell with Josh Hazelwood or Nathan Lyons bowling well, you don't see them breaking their game open and taking it back to the Aussies. Well, I was underwhelmed by Balance last Ashes series in England. You know, he was averaging 50 in Test cricket coming in, going yep. right back in his crease and blocking half follies. Now, if you block half follies, eventually there's a ball with your name on it, isn't yeah. there? You're out. You're out. You're out. Um, but the, the superstars, you know, Root, Bearstow. Stokes, Moen, Alley. Yeah. If they can come in with an older ball, there's still a lot of runs there with those those three in particular. Yeah, I like. Look, I like the look. I like Mason Crane's selection. It's gutsy. It's a, it's a big call. I would have also liked to seen Abdul Rashid here as well because yeah. I think that I think if they're gonna if I think Actually, if England I would have are gonna Rashid before Crane. Yeah, or bring both of them because okay. um, I just think that if we're gonna if England are gonna beat Australia, they they have to take 20 wickets. And I'm not sure that, I mean, Broad and, and, Anderson. Broad and Anderson are guns. They're, yeah. they're top class. But how many, How long can they do it for? Can they sustain it for five tests? I think you need a, you know, Moen Ali is going to be decent in Australia, but he's yeah. not going to blow teams apart with his off spin. He's more batting all around now. He's on fire. But, um, yeah, Adil Rashid, yeah, they took him to India. 
and he, he did, did pretty well. well. Went for runs, but he was getting four wickets a test match. So, and that's probably what they want over here. You got to bowl Australia out for less than three hundred, and if that doesn't happen, then you're in trouble. I tell you what, they don't want is they don't want uh, Ben Stokes not coming out because we've, uh, in a statement last night, the ECB confirmed that all-rounder Ben Stokes was arrested on suspicion of actual bodily harm after an incident in Bristol was detained early on Monday but released without charge in the evening. So on a serious note there for Benny Stokes, I mean, he's had problems off the field before, but it seems to have settled a little bit on the field. Two strikes... At the moment, another one, he gets an automatic suspension. He wouldn't be inundated with Christmas cards from opposition players, Bradley. Not at the moment. But he seems to have settled his family life. He's vice-captain of England. But something like this, you know, the worst-case scenario, what what do you think? Surely he still comes out. Well, he'll come out for sure. I mean, uh, we we play Stephen O'Keefe. He was suspended from his state side. So he'll be there for sure. I'd like to see softball. I don't think think having a... Whatever this, whatever the charges are, looks like um, he's got into a little bit of a fisty cuff there. You assume, um, but I'm going to question. He looks a strong man. I, he's I a strong man. Wouldn't be taking him on. No, I wouldn't want to take him on either. Um, maybe they were saying that he needs to step up for the Ashes and win it for him. Yeah, and he, he said it's a team, you know, team effort. And there's yeah. ten other players. But I'm going to, I'm going to question the statement from the ECB saying that it happened in the evening. When I looked, it said two twenty-three in the yeah, morning. Exactly so that's right. in the morning. Um, that's definitely in the morning for See, me. See, if you were media manager, they're the things I like. You pick up little things yeah. like that. Two thirty in the morning. Yeah. That's not 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 evening. Yeah. Um, hey, Hodge, on a side note though, if you if you were going out to Bristol, Bristol, I'm sure you toured there a little bit. There, have you got? They didn't mention what nightclub it was, and I looked into the the tour advisor top five pubs. They've got the Bootlegger, they've got the Old Jute, they've got the Bag Nail. They've got the Rip Raw Comedy Club. Right. And I, I'm, Stokes has never appeared to me as a gags man. No. I don't think he's gone to the comedy club. The number one Bristol night club, and I, I reckon this could be where it happened, is called the Smoke and Mirrors. Yeah, that sounds pretty right, I would have thought. Yeah. It, was, it had to be there. I wouldn't have thought he's a dad. I don't, I don't think the bootlegger. The old Duke. The old Duke or the big nail. Yeah, questionable. Um, I, I'm, I reckon they're locking their doors at 11 o'clock, those pumps, yeah. and having a lock-in. So he's been there at 2.23. Probably has to be the smoke and mirrors. Yeah. If we knew, we could possibly ring our good friend Ian Harvey, who we haven't heard for he a decade. Um, he'd be able to tell us which nightclub it was. And I tell you, I, I did what gave it away, um, the smoke and mirrors trip advisor. I did see one of the reviews and said, rip a night. We'll come back again. Um, <laughs> and it had A. Hales. That wouldn't be. It has to be Alex <laughs> Hales then. It has to be. I mean, that was done at 1.30 a.m. So do you reckon he would have changed his review at 2.30? Maybe. Maybe once the cops arrived and young Alex took his way back to the, the team hotel, he might have scrubbed it. Or the social media person may have scrubbed it and they should have fixed that evening tweet. And... Um, Anyway, that's positive news for the uh, smoke and mirrors because any any publicity is good publicity, I suppose. Oh, if, mate, if you've I, got a superstar like Ben Stokes trying to be Conor McGregor every every Saturday night, then um, yeah, it's positive. Yeah, we'll bring it on. Okay, Hodgie. Also, the ICC rule changes. Oh yes. bats and catches and all that. 
On Crick Info, they've actually got a quiz. Do you mind if you take a couple of questions? I'm ready for them. I'm okay. ready. Okay. First question. Just as a bowler delivers the ball, it slips from his hand and pitches twice before reaching the batsman. What would be your signal? No signal. Just let the batsman hit the ball, whatever he wants. Signal a dead ball and declare it invalid. Call and signal a no ball since the ball isn't legal if it pitches more than once. No, well, the rules were that it could actually bounce twice, but the ball has to bounce past the pop increase on the second bounce. Now, why do you know that? Because you <laughs> yes. tried to create a new ball. Yes, well, it? I was the pioneer of the double bouncer, and I bowled the double bouncer in in, in the uh, T20 competition in England, um, in the T NatWest T20 Blast. Yep. And it was actually my own CEO from Leicestershire County Cricket Club that complained about it to no the names, ECB. No I can't remember his name. Yeah. I didn't even talk to him after he did it. Joe Bloke. Um, anyway, so I was trying to win for his team, yet he complained to the ECB that he didn't like the double bouncer. The double bouncer, let me get this if right, folks. If you can folks, perfect that, it is awesome delivery. You cannot hit it for six. No. It's been trialled and tested, and it's, it's, it's done well. You know you bowled one for the Bush Rangers, and I bagged you for it. <laughs> and then Andrew McDonald, who was injured, texts me and going, "Nah, it's the double bouncer Yorker. Yes. Hodge is working on yep, it. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's true. I nearly got um, Daniel Harris out as well, I reckon, who, who opened the batting for I South Australia. The game. And it nearly got him out. Um, but Hodge Anyway, I'm going to say... Go. Was well, it a no ball or not? Well, it, it will be, yes. yes. No, will correct. be no ball. No ball. Second question. In the third innings of a test match, a fast bowler bowls a beamer. He has already received a warning bowling one. What's your decision? Give the bowler a second warning warning, and inform the captain. Suspend the bowler from bowling any more in the innings or give the bowler a second and final warning. I'd say because it's a different innings, he gets a second and final warning. I'm not sure if that's correct because I know that Dirk Nanez in a famous game in Perth bowled two, bowled two balls, had one for none, yep. and didn't bowl another ball again. No. For the, for the game? I, I remember seeing that. Uh, no, guess what it is? Suspend the bowler. Can't bowl any more in the innings. In the innings. Okay, last one. Uh, there's more. Go on here and do the uh, trivia quiz, kids. Dave Warner brings his bat. 85 millimetres thick at the widest part to an international game, would you allow it in a game? Nope. Tell him he needs to get a bat with a depth of 67 millimetres or lower. Of course, let him. Such big bats up to 100 millimetres thick are allowed. Give him a final warning and let him know it wouldn't be allowed for the next game. What he should do is sign that bat because it's useless. (laughs) It has to be 67 millimetres. Send it to me, and I'll use it for East Sandringham on the weekend. Um, Correct, Amendo, Bradley. Yes, thank you very much. Got to get it down to 67 millimetres or less. Well, that's uh, all from Cricket This Week. Over to you, Hodgie. Well, let's get on to the Social Media Self-Promoter Awards. And, uh, Flem, there's been a couple of good ones this this week, actually, which I'm very much excited about. And... I'm going to mention the one who you mentioned before, the great Michael Bevan, the legend of one-day cricket for Australia, just coming out on social media after the Australians have been towed up, not having a good day at the office with a bat, coming out and promoting his services to Cricket Australia, saying that I'm the number one test. I'm ready. No, I'm number one one, one one-day international bat for the period that I was, and I'm ready, Wolf. I'm here. 
let me join your coaching staff and I can fix everything. <laughs> um, Michael Bevan, we love that. If you're already a good coach, you've probably already been there. Yep. But we love your self-promotion. So he gets a nomination no, that, that, for this week. Well, he's going to have to get votes for that. Yep. Number two nomination is the great A.B. de Villiers. Oh, I don't know so, this one. No, so A.B. de Villiers is walking out thanking the Puma store in Johannesburg with himself and a couple of other people carrying a handful of, a handful of bags <laughs> walking out of Puma. So I'm not sure that he's paid for any of those things. I think he's just, just gone in there. Just a little sponsorship. He's gone in there so. and fleeced the sponsors and just said thank you very much. But we know that you're lucky enough to get it for free. So that's the nomination for AB. Uh, the next one is Verinda Seawag in a similar type effort Posing with the new BMW 7 Series in India. And what's the tag? He's thanking BMW India for himself. Mm. But he's just saying basically that he looks good next to the 7 Series. Thank you very much. Uh, I haven't paid for it. It's a similar one as AB de Villiers. I'd I'd predict that he'd be quite a fast driver. Yeah. Well, it was was a 5-litre 7 Series as well. I'm not sure you're going to be belting out a, a five. It's, if you actually have a look, the 7 Series 5.0 is a V12, I reckon. V12? Or V10, one of them two. That's like the way he batted. Yeah, abs- and that's maybe why he's got it. But That's three in the morning. How's that going on down the streets of Delhi? I'm not sure that's happening for Vero. Actually, Delhi's quite a um, – it's a measured city. It was actually well-constructed their road, so I would have thought he'll do it nicely. Three in the morning. Um, keep and, going. And the other one's a bit of a controversial nomination. It's not actually self-promoting. It's more defending. Um, but the great Shane Warne, who had an incident during yes. the week in a nightclub, uh, took to social media to clear up uh, any any altercation that he had at a nightclub, stipulating that uh, yeah, it wasn't him or he wasn't no. involved in anything. Um, and the police backed him up. Th- and, they, and they did. And we're not sure you need to what get on this. What was the photo from Warnie? What was it? No, there was no was photo. The, the oh. photo was a statement of the oh. letter that he'd wrote. Yes. Now, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that his PR have written this, not himself. Anyway, Shane, um, it's, it's a yes. little nomination only because it's not necessary. And he hasn't had any nominations either. No, and we, um, like, we love your stature and we love that we know that for you, any bit of promotion, whether good, good. or bad, you love it. Yeah. You yeah. love it. So, And we encourage it in the Social Media Self-Promoter Award. So there's the nominations, okay. Flem, for you. So we have Michael Bevan, A.B. De Villiers, Shane Warne and Verinda Sivarg. I'll go one vote warning because there was no picture of warning. I'd like to have yes. seen like a sad or, or um, you know, a stubborn worn photo, something, something that gave me a bit of emotion true, there. True, true. Two, I'm going OB de is one of the really nice blokes, um, but but keep doing it. Three votes, Verinda. Yep. Verinda. We love V12. that. V12. Um, would have been disappointed if it was just a, you know, some, some little weak, um, car, but no, yeah, he's, he's doing nothing for climate change, is he over there in Delhi with a five litre V10 well, or V12? It was, a, it was a whirlwind mm. for it, it's Bevo. Oh, no, and doubt. I've defended him at the start, you know, all that sort of stuff, but you know, that's um, that, that poor oh, no, that's no. as good a self promotion as yes. we've had in our, our four episodes, and, it, and it, it is, and it got some legs. I'm going to take a note from Bevo, 
Yeah. So after this show, I'm going to get straight on the front foot, straight to Darren Lehman, and straight to Cricket well, Australia, saying I'm ready. You send one out. I was pretty good at East Sandy last year, and I reckon I can help him out rotating the strike. I can yeah. do that. Yeah, well, Maybe. I want to get you in the votes, and I'll no doubt I'll get in the votes here as well. But did you see Bevo uh, sing with his daughter? No. Okay. No, I didn't. We might talk about that right now. Well done, week. Michael Bevan, anyway. Well done, uh, Bevo. You got the votes. Equal well top at the moment. Okay, our guide to the JLT series. 50 over domestic cricket starts today up at the AB field. Come on, feel the JLT series. It's a very, very quiet riot these days. <laughs> oh, gee, um, our domestic competition has gone through some different names. It started uh, with the vehicle and general knockout competition in wow. the late 60s to the Coca-Cola Cup, Gillette Cup, McDonald's Cup. That's what I remembered when I yes. was growing up. FAI Cup, that's when I debuted. Mercantile Mutual Cup, I think that's when you debuted. Yes, correct. ING Cup, Ford Ranger and Ryobi, which you won Man of the Series mm. for. Matador Barbecues are now the JLT Series. Um, it's, well... <laughs> It's lost a lot of luster, hasn't it? Uh, when when it was 10 games a year, after a Shield game played on a Sunday, one is um, we were pumped for it during the year, Hodgie. It was on Channel 9, yep. well broadcast. Also, we had decent crowds as as well. So it's sad to see where it is, but probably the peak for me was when you won one in 94-95, the Mercantile Mutual in the Bush Rangers shorts. Ah, Yes. Great, Les Stillman brought in the shorts, didn't he? I want to see the shorts back. Yeah, it's got legs. It has got legs. I'll tell you what it didn't have, and this was the 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 difference between the modern day cricketer and the older generation cricketer. Now they all have shaved legs. Yeah. At that time of the shorts, yeah. we didn't have shaved legs. So when we were actually diving around in the field, Les yeah. didn't take into consideration. The grass burn or the rope burn at that stage. There was a couple of guys, and I was one of them, who dived in the outfield in Perth, which was roped off. Anyway, we lost half of our leg, um, and we actually couldn't play the next game because oh. we were that infested with pus coming out of our leg and soreness. That's not good on TV. Not good on TV, but look, the shorts were great. It has gone downhill, I reckon, this um, tournament, unfortunately. I'm... I'm They've questioning. got to find a way, haven't they, Hodgie? Because I think ideally the players wouldn't mind it still being the, like the old scenario, you know, a Shield game during the week and then play it on a Sunday during the year. Yeah. But for whatever reasons, well, there's a lot of valid reasons for blocking it. Yes. You know, Shield cricket around Test cricket. Then um, the Bash has got its little call here. But, you know, Cameron White dominated last year in the GRTL Cup. By the time the one day has come around, it was like, well, yeah, but that was months ago. Forgotten man. Whereas, you know, it needs to find its own block. Like, I was thinking maybe in February you play your international 50-over cricket then, yep. but also you play your domestic 50-over cricket as well. Well, I'd like to see, if they're going to have blocks, I'd like to see them have two blocks. So everyone gets... A little op- bit in October, a little bit in February, maybe? Maybe, I would have thought so, or somewhere around the Big Bash. Well, what about early December, and then you go from 50 over cricket into the Big Bash, or are you better concentrating on T20 cricket? Yeah, look, look. unfortunately, you're right. That, those 
Those days of playing in North Sydney, full strength New South Wales versus Victoria, it's shown on TV on Sunday. People used to engage in it and watch it. You used to get three or 4,000 people there. Even the Adelaide Oval, you'd get more. Amazing. Yeah, it was, they were great days. And the one thing that I loved about it as a player is that if you had a bad week you know, with the bat in the shield, you, going. you could actually make amends and, and you knuckle down on Sunday and make sure you dig in and get some runs. That's a good call. And it could actually keep your momentum flowing on into the next week. Now, you see guys like Travis Dean, who actually might play in this um, JO to a well, cup. Cameron White reckons he's turned into a bit of a slogger. Yeah, and good well, on him. Probably you have to. So you know, if you, there's no point actually being successful in this competition because a we've just toured India. That's going to be finished. The next one day tournament is in January, so it's basically null and so void. So it needs some context, doesn't it, for the season? It needs some context. It looks like looks to me like they've just blocked it to get it out of the way. It, yeah. it look it does cost money this this competition to run. Um, but, but it's you important. You've got to if, make investments to, to make money at the top end. Is this a byproduct of why we're struggling in our one-day game yes. at the top? there you go. It has to be. I know the players themselves question you know, the CA11. Yeah, they want to, they they were well coached last year. Uh, well coached. They'll they struggle this year for sure, but I'm sure well, Matty Elliott. Why didn't they take Matty it back on? Yeah, I don't know. Your uh, old mate Matty Elliott's taking the game. Well, he'll do well. He'll hey, do um, well. Have you got any names to watch out for? I, I've, I've gone... For myself, Jai Richardson from, from Western Australia. I was so impressed in the Big Bash. He got a game in Australia T20 competition. There's not much of him. He reminds me of a, an old fast bowler called Shane George. Yes. Although his wrists are, you know, in a better position. He's very, very quick and whippy. And, and he's got really good change-ups here. So if his body holds and he matures, I, I can see him playing a lot for Australia down down the track. Uh, from Tasmania, Ben McDermott, everyone will remember his 114 off 52 deliveries for the Hurricanes yep. versus the Renegades last year. But he is such a hard hitter of the ball. He's exciting. Also, he, he was up at the NPS. So that doesn't hurt your Australian selection. No, it doesn't. Um, you got any names there? Yeah, I've got a few. I've got a few. Um, I reckon New South Wales and... and and WA are clearly, I reckon, the strongest teams in this in this competition. I like Jai Richardson. I really do like him. He's fast. He's whippy. He's got a good change of pace. I think he's a real superstar that's going to have a big impression in Australian cricket, I reckon, in the future. New South Wales, there's a couple of young guys, I reckon. They've got the standard guys that um, you know churn them out year in and year out. Maddinson, um, Henriques. They're going to dominate, for yep. sure. They've got Hughes. They've got... Uh, they well, got Nathan them, Lyon, I'm they, keen, they got I mean, he's, keen, he's got one-day aspirations for Australia, Nathan. Well, do you know what? Every time he's actually played, he's done well. And well, do you remember how he made his mark? One day he's cricket. opening the bowling in T20 cricket. Yeah, and he's done well in T20 cricket as well. I've played him uh, when he plays for the Sixers. He does well. He's, I love how, as great as he is in Test cricket, you know, there's still a, a burning ambition. I want to play more white ball for Australia, i.e. World Cup. So good luck yep. to, to Nathan Lyon. I like that. Anyway, New South Wales, a couple of names, a couple of youngsters uh, that I would look out for is Arjun Nair. Yes. He's a really good cricketer, really good batsman, and very cagey off-spin bowler. He was in the uh, the C11 last year, but I watched him play up in the um, the warm-up games up at uh, Allen Border Field, and he looked pretty dominant. And there was a, there was a big surfer. Named, uh, I can't remember his first name, but last name Henry. Straight out Thornton. of, yes, yeah, stra- straight out Henry of Thornton. Bondi. 
or Manly or wherever he's from, or Cronulla, one of the beaches anyway. I love the look of this guy. I watched him. He ran in. He bowled sharp. No, I think he's bowled very, very He's fast. tall. And uh, he made it very uncomfortable for a couple of the Victorians. Yep, back from stress fractures. So, yep. Henry, give us one more, Hodgie. One more. I'll give you two. I reckon for South Australia, I reckon one to look out for is Jake Weatherall. Um, good hitter of the ball. I like him. Uh, good cricketer. Backs himself. He's got... Um, he scored first-class hundreds, but you know what he's got? He's got hitting zones. He has. You no know, T20 white ball cricket. He has. He's got hitting zones. He is powerful. And the other, like I'll, I'll give you two more. I'm not, I'm pretty partial in myself towards the batsman, but uh, Lubber Shagney from Queensland, I reckon he's one of the better, better. He won the, the award last year. Yeah, he did. So better, better technical batters, I reckon, going around. The other one's uh, Pukowski from, um, from Victoria. 18 years of age, mm. I think. Um, looks looks a gun. So Yeah, he's a gun. That's the uh, Come On Feel the JLT series. It's a very, <laughs> very quiet riot these days. But uh, good luck to all the teams. It's live on the Cricket Australia app or their website, cricket.com.au. I think you can get it on Apple TV there as well. All right, Hodgie, uh, just before we finish, I put out a poll question. With the arrest of English cricketer Ben Stokes, how long did it take for the first English convict to Australia again. <laughs> oh, gee, it didn't take long. I said, A, T20 over two minutes. Uh, B, one day over 3.5 minutes. Uh, C, test over 4.5. And the win, we got a lot of votes too right in just right. an hour. 71% T20 over. That's awesome. Two minutes. Yeah, it wouldn't have taken Every long English supporter <laughs> over there, bang, let's do the convict gag there but Hodgie thanks for joining us um, right on on the uh, social media self promoter that's episode 4 and mate we'll be back next week we will we'll see you then keep swinging spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout let's hear that one more time the world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.